0: you're listening to the comic crusaders podcast i am your host al mega ceo of comic crusaders and undercover Cape. in this show i'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration process the lessons they've learned and a whole lot more what up everybody welcome to a brand new comic podcast with your boy al Mega. Thank you for tuning in and hanging out today, because we got an amazing creator today. Who we right here he is a comic book and graphic novel writer. All right, I don't know if you know about Scout Comics, amazing independent label. He has a book there called Lifeform, right? And right now, he's on this hot new platform. Called Zoop with this amazing book called Thorscape Comics. Let me tell you, I was digging it. Uh, It has these crazy ads and all, made me think Thorscape Troopers, but it's sci fi, it's wild, it's nuts. I mean, homie was hitting all angles for me on the sci fi verse, like messing me up. I mean, let's learn all about this. Who am I talking about? The one and only Mr. Match. Mayor, Larry! Hey. What's going on, kiddo? How are you doing? I'm great. How are you doing? Good. To, thanks so right. much for having me. No, no. Thank you for coming on, bro. You, you, you are an incredible writer, man. I'm happy to have you on, man. And this project over here, Jesus Christ, that you're a part of. <laughs> Coño, brother. Wow. Just Wow.
1: Awesome. Well, it's great to hear you enjoyed it, and uh, Starship Troopers is definitely a touchstone, so I'm glad you caught that. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Well, oh, great, because, yeah, you sure. know,
0: man, when you were throwing them ads, I'm like, damn. I because mean, I love that movie. I am a geek for that movie. You yes. know what I mean? And it's exactly. like, okay, I caught that so quick. I said, oh, damn. And, you know, <laughs> and I'm chuckling. My wife's like, you know, I'm having my headphones on, and I say, what are you chuckling about? I said, no, no, no. This is not your world, baby. You don't like it,
2: All right? <laughs> yeah.
0: You think it's gonna be too geeky? Then you're gonna come and shut up anyway. So why should I bother explaining? <laughs> uh, yeah. I love it, Matt. Yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself, Matt, Where are you from? I'm from Portland, Oregon,
1: where I still uh, live.
0: Um, okay, so born and, and raised, huh? Yep. Yep. Yeah, but yep. born in Oregon, man. It's a serious comic book city over there, bro.
1: It is. We got um, many, many folks here. So I grew up in a good spot.
0: Yes, he did. So talk about that. I want to talk about your, your, your upbringing. Then I mean, how sure. did you, how, how was it growing up over there? And what was your first little dab, if you will, into pop culture? Like who introduced you? If it wasn't a self-founding journey.
2: Yeah, I think uh,
1: you know I had like some of the I had, like Superman comics and a few Star Wars comics and stuff when I was growing up, and I was a big Star Wars kid. It was the time
0: uh, that, that was, his that I, I,
1: was his the stuff. That was the Star Wars the first movie I saw in the theater when I was you know three or Who four. Who took or you? Whatever. Who took you? I'm guessing my parents. I can't. I don't think it was uh, anybody else. That Both was, of them.
0: Both of them, though.
1: I think so. I think it was, like, a big enough deal, you know, at okay. the time that everybody went. Um, and my dad and I went to lots of movies, you know, like uh, all the 80s action stuff, Die Hard and RoboCop. uh to speak of Paul Verhoeven again, um, and that kind of thing. So, yeah, I was big into movies and TV. I got into comics. um with a bunch of, like a couple of my friends in grade school, we got in through, you know, through uh, Larry, Larry Hama's G.I. Joe run. Wait a um, minute, wait.
0: you find your, your tribe in grade school.
1: I did, yeah, I did. I had a good core group there. Like, they uh, they got me into the G.I. Joe stuff. We went, so how did, did this happen? I need to know. Yeah. All
0: right, because you did this so early. Most people don't find their tribe until their junior high school, high school years, and mostly high school years is the average right now. You're yeah. telling me grade school is what you found. So how did that conversation at kids come up where you guys just started geeking out on stuff? So that was also my journey. I found my tribe okay. in grade school. So I'm like, I'm with you.
1: Nice. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, we were all just big into, uh, you know, action figures. So we started off with the Star Wars action figures. You and were then... bringing them
0: to school when you weren't supposed to, huh?
1: Oh sure. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. All the
2: cool
1: all the cool kids were playing, you know, marbles and stuff and uh we were playing with our action figures. Um and so we would, you know, we do that. We got into the GI Joe stuff and that led into the comics. Um yeah, so I don't, you know, it's been, it's been a long time since that happened, but I'm still friends with a couple of those folks, and uh, yeah, we um, we just, you know, we really got into it. Um, those GI Joe comics were amazing; like you can still go back and read them, and they're great. And, aren't uh, they? Aren't they? Yeah.
0: And the cover artwork, beautiful. Oh, best. Yeah, I mean, yo, yo, bro, you, you're speaking to to, to <laughs> me, yo. I mean, we could have been homies. I mean, I yeah. wasn't much of the Star Wars kid. But the G.I. Joe, Transformers, He-Man, all that good shit. Oh, my yep. God, bro. We, were, we I had almost every G.I. Joe figure. Almost every. I, I missed the first gen, but I, I missed – wait. Yeah. I missed two-thirds of the first gen. I had one-third of it, but I had the majority of the second and third. Yep.
1: Yeah, that's about where I was. Like, I think I had, you know, the first Snake Eyes
0: and mm. the, like, Gen 1
1: Snake Eyes and,
0: mm. what,
1: Grunt maybe? Um, yeah, so I must have come in like edge of the, you know,
0: tail end of the first wave. I wound up having every snake except the variation one. And okay. That, you know, and I wound up selling the two not too long ago for really good money because I couldn't I And I had the generation one storm shadow.
1: Ooh, very nice.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Toys but, figures too, Yeah, totally. Those two were essential. So yeah, so I mean we just did that and then I got way into X Men, um, you know, Claremont stuff. is like hey. issue issue two oh six or something like that. This is when you could buy like a three pack of okay. comics at like K B toys or whatever. They would I love Super this. Warriors yes, and stuff. Yes. Yeah.
0: Those who love those shots? Is that what you is was that your comic shop per se?
1: Um well I I kind of went all around like I would when I was trying because I I don't know I got into the like I needed to have as much of the story as I could right so I we had a cool shop in uh, Tualatin Oregon called uh, it was called Lady Jane's and then it later was called Classic Cards and Comics I think but so that was a straight up direct market shop that was great um, and we would go my parents would drive me there you know every couple weeks or whatever and then mm-hmm. when I was picking up the G.I. Joe stuff and the X-Men stuff, I was going, anytime we were in town, I was, you know, going into 7-Eleven or Plaid Pantry or wherever I could <laughs> to just see what was in the rack and see if it was the, you know, I don't know, issue 204 of X-Men because I didn't have that one yet or something. So, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was a nice little quest there to, like, fill in as many of the gaps I could. Because, you know, there was no trades back then, right? Yeah. So There was, just that like was no trades.
0: There was no Internet. I no. mean – you know, the search was real. We were yes. actually, we were all really craving. We were all comic book cravens, if you will. Yes, yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, I miss those days. You know, nowadays it's like eh, I just order it online. Ah, yeah. we're well, so lazy people. The oh, thrill was of the a, hunt, man. Totally. Yeah. No, there was nothing better than like sp- turning a spinner rack around and go, oh. Oh, shit. That's the one I need. Bro, what about, have you ever had this moment where you may be going through a long box, your friend is next to you? And then there's, there's this hot book. You're like, oh, my, you realize what it is. And you, know, and you see them, you see them, I am too. and it's like a, a, a race, like a, a, oh old cowboy, like, oh, who, who's quicker? <laughs> Have I you don't ever know. had that? I don't know if
1: I ever had that, but uh, that sounds pretty cool. to you know, there's a few people I've talked to about uh, other creators about going, uh, been diving at cons, and no that problem. would be uh, um, that'd be something to do that i love my
0: brother 13 bro that's that's my boy and and, and we found this shop in in rhode island one time that closed and i found the first appearance of century first appearance of blue marble and paid 50 cents oh
1: nice
0: when he knew when i said yo mike look what i found and he goes yo I'll give you $10 each for right now. I didn't even pay for it yet. He goes, I want them. I'll give you 10 each right now just to give them to me. I'm like, no! You know what I mean, can you imagine this? Oh, the hell no, bro. You crazy? Well, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, bro. Nice. This, this, that's the thrill of the hunt. I love it, though, especially when you have friends that are collectors. And, uh, yeah. All right, so you have this tribe. You got shops around you. When did you start dabbling then into kind of, you know, wanting to create? And it, Was it with that inner circle of yours or all by yourself?
1: Um, no, I kind of just by myself, like, started, and, like, this was, I I didn't end up really going anywhere with this, but I was writing short stories and stuff, like, fifth and sixth grade, and I kind of, like, started making my own characters. You know, it's all very, like, when you go back and look at the not great drawings, it's all very, uh, (laughs) you know, Watchmen, um, you know, Dark knight influence stuff, um, the, the, uh... Yeah, so... Morbid, uh, morbid kid stuff.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: Morbid kid stuff. Lots of, you know, everybody dies at the end, all that kind of business. Um, not too much different than what I do now, but... Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so, mo- much more adult. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, yeah, so I did that for a while, and then I created... I, like, drew comics in junior high a little bit, but not very much, and I'm not, okay. not much of an artist. Um, and then I kind of got into uh, music and... In, in high school and like got went down the band route for a long time.
0: Say, hey, well, um, what type of music were you playing?
1: Just like garage rock type stuff. Um, hey. Really like, uh, you know, and the the first stuff was really. Brit pop influenced it was the 90s Before like grunge hit and then we yeah. got Into grunge and then uh, then It was a lot of just sort of like the four track 90s stuff pavement and hey, Guided, guided by voices and stuff yeah So I did that got detoured in that For a while and then uh yeah, when, like, 40 was approaching, I decided I needed to try to actually uh, make some comics. And uh, right. so he said, I let me get
0: You said, let me get out of this charger right here. Let me start getting to a Kia and just calm yes. down a little bit. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> yep. So, uh, yeah, so that was the, that's when I started writing LifeFormed and um, kind of went from there.
0: So what influenced LifeForm? And how did you even start building a team? you know, accumulate that because there you are getting back you saying so you you know you took a dive, you're a fan, you're doing music. Now you're going back into comics. I mean, what, what was that journey like? And was there any different, you know, writing wise for music? Were you writing your own music even?
1: Yeah, that's pretty much what I I I never really had much in the way of chops. So I was mostly just writing songs and stuff. So I just kind of like yeah, I don't know, I kind of uh ended that I guess to some degree and then just okay. um got into uh I had a couple projects. I was—I knew I wanted to write. I wasn't sure what. I did a little bit of TV stuff, realized that I didn't really have a way to make TV, so um, okay. that seemed impractical. And then I was um, – so I do web design and stuff for my day job, and I was okay. at a uh, – I'm an advisor for a school's uh, – technology, visual communications department. And one of the uh, students had in their portfolio some pages that they'd done uh, and they were an artist. So they, they had some actual comic pages in amongst all their web design stuff. And for some mm-hmm. reason that just set off the bulb. I was like, oh, I could just <laughs> hire, so, I could hire somebody to make comics. So, um, yeah, so I just kind of took some of the ideas I'd been working on, um, uh, you sort of – I have a couple kids, and so I was I had been sort of influenced by parenting, but I'm a genre guy, so I was trying to apply parenting to, uh, to sci-fi, I guess. Um, oh, my God. And that's sort of where Life Formed Well Why do we
0: it's enough? You want to mess with it more.
1: Exactly. Yes, <laughs> Life Formed is definitely hard parenting lessons. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's what got me started in that, and I um, just started looking around for artists. Um, and I came across across uh, Cassie Anderson's work. Um, she had been uh, an intern at Helioscope Studios here with Steve Lieber's studio, um, and I knew they had a great reputation for uh, you know folks um, that came through that program. So, um, and so yeah, so we got coffee one morning and just hit it off. And she did some. Sketches based on my uh, the characters I developed and the script and everything and um, and this was just I was just trying to figure out if I could make comics so I just kind of we just we did like a first issue sort of pilot um, for this thing and uh, it went well and um, it actually lifeform came out from Dark Horse initially in 2017 Um, and we did two books there. and, yeah, now it's moving to Scout, um, or it's moved to Scout. And, yeah, so we just kind of uh, – But Scout
0: was good, man. See, you better nobody drop nothing, man. That's, yeah, exactly. good taste. Yes. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, like, and
1: working on that with – so we've done, you know, that was sort of my first 400 pages of comics. That, so uh, how was made, that so.
0: journey, though? How was that journey for you, you know, like, to navigate? Did you know wh- – where did you know how to even begin? I –
1: I did a lot of research. Um, and like, I, I'd been listening to like the Word Balloon podcast for a decade by the time I, you know, started okay. writing stuff, or probably six years at least, listening to Bendis and Fraction and Brubaker and those guys Ooh. talk about stuff. Um, and I just, and there were, I started to find scripts online um so i could get some reference uh for how different folks wrote um and just try to develop my style and honestly like the the easiest or the biggest thing was um you know just watching Cassie work and like so she would work off what i had was a very loose script at the beginning especially and just seeing how she did it and then uh, how she would you know break down the thumbnails um I would then sort of like reverse engineer that and just learn a lot from watching her work. Um and she's super talented, works very fast, and so I got to like up to speed pretty quick, I feel like um working through that and uh yeah, just mostly like reading as many scripts as I could, reading as many comics as I could and um trying to trying to like tear them apart and listen to as many podcasts as I could talking about um Wonderful. writers talking about what they do. So, yeah. So it was great. Um, yeah, without I don't know, without the internet, it would have been a different thing, uh, for sure, because I, it's like a free, free writing comic called. It's an encyclopedia.
0: Like, know. Back in the day, I used to knock on my cousin's door. Hey, I know you got the new encyclopedia. Got the book report. Nowadays, you sit down on the <laughs> computer and just boom, get it, get it done. Yep. Yep. How so. easy, bro.
1: Yeah, it was uh yeah, so it was good and we um went through that process and it was definitely like, you know, out of the gate writing like a 200-page graphic novel was uh right, that was that 200. was a challenge. <laughs> yeah. Uh definitely didn't didn't start off easy,
0: but um Yeah. Well, so was it purposely a 200 when it started? Um. No, I, I mean, like, grow to two hundred. <laughs> it. It. Uh. Well, when it
1: started, I was most. You know, like, I didn't know what I was gonna do with it. So it was basically just conceived as sort of like an ongoing series with okay. this opening issue. Um. And when we got picked up by Dark Horse, they wanted it to be like a finite, you know, graphic novel thing. So, um. So then it was just a process of, you know, going through the scripting and figuring out, um, how to tell a story and. You know, it's mostly like, can I stay under 200 pages? Because I'm not necessarily a brief, a brief writer. Uh, so, so yeah. Um, and I like to give, especially back then, I like to you know give what? a lot of room. To be you know.
0: honest, they should know you're not a brief writer just based on your name. You know, you got three yes. names here. Matt <laughs> exactly. Mello, and he's not brief. You know, it's good. Exactly. You know, come on now. Verbose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I want to bring it up, because you you sent some awesome images. I want to start showing off some awesome images. And I want you to start talking about it. Talk to people. Talk to me, bro. Please. Yep. Tell the people, what is the elevator pitch of Thoughtscape?
1: So Thoughtscape is a sci-fi anthology series heavily influenced by 2000 AD and the Twilight Zone, uh, where – It's all stories that take place in a future where one corporation has figured out how to access the dimension where every thought that has ever been thought exists, and they basically mine that and monetize it and – pull IP out of it, all that kind of stuff. Um, And so that's sort of the overall conceit for the package uh, that is the comic. Um, It's a series of stories that as if they were pulled out from the Thoughtscape uh, and presented for – your inter- I, I
0: entertainment it, you know you know why we have blockchain for me i thought yes. of this is the mind chain yes like, oh i like God. that Yeah, might this, have to use that yeah, go ahead, the <laughs> mind thing this is you know uh, uh, uh you know thought-based crypto as yes. well because imagine <laughs> I, I, I i could see thoughts and ideas being traded i mean yep. this shit blew my. because nice. i love sci-fi so I really dug I I really dig these heavy concepts like that because end of the day, who's to say that they can't be real? Yeah. <laughs> I could for yeah, bro, you you allow a corporation to allow the happen to an energy like this, who's to say they would not take yeah, yeah man, it's, it is this very same level, I mean again, the commercials I we mean, talking about those ads bro they were they cracked me up, brought me back to <laughs> starship, two like damn and but again, also, as you said, you know this is not a short read, folks you getting you're getting good and this is what I loved about the book too uh, most comic books you pick up you you're paying two nine and 99 you could read that shit in ten minutes, you're done. Yeah. Now, nah, man, this book, it'll take you a good 30 minutes, 20, 20 30 minutes to read. Something enjoyable that you, you, and you'll you dig in. Yes. And you're going to reread because you're going to be like, oh, I, yo, wait a minute. What was he talking about here? Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, no,
1: that's totally, you know, both from, uh, I don't know, I like to have really packed reads um, that have a lot of stuff you can go back to. I wanted, to I wanted the stories to make you want to go back to the art because I got to work with so many amazing folks I want you to go back through it again just to look at the amazing work that's in there Mm -hmm. um and I wanted to you know knowing it's going to be like a a crowdfunded project and crowdfunded projects are just by their nature going to have like a little bit higher price tag anyway like I really wanted to like pack a lot in um, and make it feel like you were entering, you know, a world, right? And it's that's so why that the ads are there.
0: Um, so how many pages is this baby?
1: So there are 48 pages, um, mm. but we've also got uh, content on the inside front and back covers that sort of help build the world. So each on the inside front right. cover, it's sort of like here's the – here's an intro you're it's as if you're you know an employee for the
0: company that runs the
1: thoughts Oh yes and,
0: I love that yeah. <laughs> it, geez, That fucked me up cuz I'm like Am I reading a contract before I even read this right. book? What the hell is exactly. <laughs> I yes. love it. I
1: love to write in the business speak uh, bullshit um, bro,
0: <laughs> you know, type yeah, of stuff. So. Oh, well, obviously, then you're full of it because you, you did a great, <laughs> great ass job of it, nice. bro. I love it, man. Nice. Yeah. So, bro. And you this yeah. on Zoom, so let me bring this up. Yeah, it close sure. to me. I mean, look at this beautiful artwork. Yeah, I mean, this is uh
1: this one here the one before was uh, Dave Law who's amazing Dave and Law yeah, there's course. Dave Law there. Um so that's one of our flagship series or, uh, stories and that okay. goes uh that continues throughout all the issues. Uh okay. this is Tyrell Cannon. Um mm. I I've, I've done two stories with Tyrell and he is uh jaw-droppingly amazing as is Dave. I'm um Yeah, uh so uh, he, yeah, so we got Aww. Tyrell does the action, uh, you know, in an unparalleled uh, manner. I think. Yeah, I is, love this. I love
0: this too because I love the black and white. So I love, I love this whole joint. I mean, and who's the letterer too? Could fantastic uh, job. I I lettered this one actually. Oh, um, shit. So, well. Well, I, well, not the
1: well. I take that. So the cool, the awesome effects lettering is Tyrell. The uh, the okay. letter letters is me. So. But um, every
0: but the placement, you both are making an amazing team here. Then guys, sit, cool. bro.
1: Yeah, this this one was super fun. I basically wrote this story for – this was super light in the scripting because I just wanted an action sequence for him to draw, and I got to just basically take ten pages of his art and do my little uh, yeah. sort of ex- existential Sin City business over the top of it, um, writing wise. So I got, I just kind of went through this, rewrote it, relettered it multiple times, just to, um, I don't know, come up with something I was really happy with. And I was having so much fun just working on top of his artwork that it I could gorgeous, keep on forever forever. Um, this is Lisa Napsiger. Uh We did like a, uh, a story about. The Adorable Orphans, who are the a adorable. pack of uh, android dolls that um a, a girl uh, gets from her grandmother, and stuff goes wrong. Um, so oh, yeah, It's a, it's that a bunch is, of fun.
0: That is a fun. Yeah, that was a, some black mirror shit for real. <laughs> Thank nice. you. Yes.
1: Nice. Yeah, that one's a blast. Um, Lisa's got a great, like, pop. Here we go. Yeah, like, super right. pop art sort of style. Um yes. That That's, was a r- nice contrast to the dark uh, sort of subject absolutely,
0: matter. Absolutely. That's something that I expected. I'm seeing this cute art and then yep. did it take a dark turn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That job, was guys. Cool. Um, yeah, and this is
1: Carl Slominski um, on this story. Uh, Carl
0: David Mackish right here. Yeah. yeah. All right, so.
1: Carl's amazing. Like we have got some David Mackish, Bill Kevich stuff going on, mm-hmm. but, but Carl's just bringing his own game to it as well, and it's a blast. Um, oh,
0: you know, yeah, okay.
1: yeah, it's it's incredible. So, and Carl letters this one as well. Just, um, Are but, those actually
0: uh, music notes? Is he a musician?
1: Um, they are i we did I did not specify what they should be, but uh <laughs> yeah, I've got a few stories where I might do that, but uh, yeah, this story came about from me just having a bunch of sort of journal rantings going on in the amid the pandemic, and okay. he uh, deep,
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I found Carl's
1: art at the same time, and so I basically just said, "Hey." i I'll try to make a script out of this, give it to him, and see if he w- see what he can do and uh yeah, it turned out amazing so yeah, this, well, is, this one's sort of doctor who meets uh, twin Peaks and sort of and, a and yeah
0: I, yeah i could have me think of it for sure, yeah, yeah, especially on this page gorgeous though
1: yeah um yeah, this is uh the cover to the second part of uh, the story the story dave and I work on uh, thoughtscape twenty three nineteen um Ooh. so <laughs> Yeah, and we're you know Dave and I are working up to part. Um, what are we on? We're we're almost about to start part five of this, so we're oh, wow. working ahead. Um, so yeah, it's been a blast like developing that relationship, and uh, yeah, I don't know, just get like getting better as we go, which was part of the whole intention of this project. Um oh, oh, look yeah.
0: at this. Yeah, this is some messed up stuff too. Yeah, this
1: is uh this is The Griever, uh which is drawn by um Jacob Edgar and has colors by Leslie Atlansky. Um and yeah, this is a uh a story about um end of life care in the Thoughtscape, I guess. Um <laughs> yeah, try to try to leave all the spoilers out of it.
0: EOL, yeah. um, EOL Yeah, EOL. yeah yes. bro, bye bye.
1: And, uh, <laughs> yeah, Jacob's got an amazing style um, that's, uh, you know, a little Darwin Cook, um, super, super classic.
0: Yeah, uh, thank yeah. goodness for people that, that could emulate, you know, people like that and, and keep this type of style alive. Cause totally. It's a beautiful style, man, for real. Yeah. I mean, look at this. Look yeah. at the coloring, everything. Yeah, I mean, just them taking them shots, man. I want to reach into the screen and take a shot with <laughs> you right now. You know what I mean?
1: Yes, for sure. Right? I mean, yeah, like turned out turned out gorgeous. So, um, yeah. I really if anybody like it. Yeah, he, Jacob's actually working with Bendis on a couple things now, so definitely. Oh, we're with the big boy yes. himself, yes.
0: Empire. Look at that. Yes. And what's this?
1: Uh, this is drones. This is another story with Tyrell. Um, that's gonna be. This is in the second issue. Um. And this is the story of a cubicle-based uh, fighter pilot. So he's fighting a war on an alien planet, but doing from doing it from a cubicle on
0: Earth. Like uh, uh, um, the homie with the staple, andita.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, yeah, this one gets a little. This one's pretty outer limity, you know. Like uh, oh, stuff just is. gets weird. So yeah.
0: I love it, man. I mean, again, anytime you give me some art like that, and this, this, this is—that's a future star you got on your team right there, yo, for real. Yeah,
1: yeah, he's he's incredible, and they're all everybody's amazing, and uh, yeah, I hope we can, um, you know, the the big goal with this is to get it developing enough momentum that we can, you know, keep cranking these issues out, and um, yeah, I'm all, I'm always writing stuff for all these folks in the hopes that we can make it happen again. So. <laughs>
0: This is Carl, obviously, yeah. Yeah, um, uh, and look uh, uh, homies, grill boys, like, do I really want to smile. Am I constipated? What's going yeah, on here? Exactly. Holy
1: yep. shit. Yeah, we uh, done in the style of an old TV guide, coming, yes. uh, what we got going on here. Not so.
0: just there, though. I mean, you even broke yeah. it down. I mean, you go deep. Yeah. You have so <laughs> much fun with this. This, this. this is what I'm trying to tell you, folks. This is something you should definitely support. Because what I really want to know, you know, besides just learning about mm-hmm. the amazing stories, is, like, you know, what was it about this platform, Zoop, that attracted you? Because I know there's there's Kickstarter, there's anything, all these other platforms, but what was it about Zoop, man? Because, you know, you're not the only other creator I've spoken about that, you know, spoken to, I mean, that is partaking in this platform.
1: Yeah, so I was... Uh I did the first issue of this on Kickstarter last year. Um, I was going to go on Kickstarter with uh, the second one as well. Um, Then the whole Kickstarter blockchain business stuff popped up. Mm -hmm. And this book is so much about how uh, that stuff is sort of ruining things that it just felt like – I couldn't really make Kickstarter the home for it, uh, you know, moving forward. So, yeah. and, you know, more power to everybody on there. Like, we have to, we do what we need to do. Um, and it's a personal decision for everybody. But I just wanted to try something different. And so, I, I want, well, explain
0: yeah. this to people that are not in the know. What happened with
1: uh, Kickstarter? So, Kickstarter I, in December. Um, announced that they were going to move their, eventually move their infrastructure to blockchain technology. So blockchain technology is, um, very environmentally, uh, Impactful. Um, It it uses tons of power to do its computing, Um, so it has negative environmental impacts. It's also, um, you know, the basis for sort of NFT artwork and stuff. And I know a lot of uh, artists who have had their work stolen and turned into NFTs and other people profited. So
0: I've seen so many legends whose work has been robbed on this. And there is again, it's blockchain, so there is no governing. Yes. Agency that could do anything to yep. to prevent this, you know, high level larceny. Yes. that's going and on
1: for sure. And like I and and that all just felt sort of, you know, icky to me. I've I work in tech, I, so I've been around the the folks that are into this kind of stuff, and I just I didn't for my comic stuff, which I want to be fun and uh, as that enjoyable as safe. possible. Yeah, <laughs> um, I just felt like uh, you know I need to. Uh, I want to take this somewhere else. And when all that happened with Kickstarter, uh, Zoop popped right in and really responded to the comics community. Um, and I was super impressed with how you know how fast they showed up, how much they showed up. So I started talking with them, um, and I liked what they had to offer. Um, and they were, getting, and so Zoop has been doing sort of uh campaigns where they work on each campaign themselves um they've been planning on opening it up to a wider base of folks like myself to do more of a self-service model and they basically decided to advance that so uh so yeah so I just got going I was already going to launch on the the start of January and they were uh, willing to work with me to get it out you know pretty soon or as close as we could to that um and so yeah, we just uh just took the plunge and Love it. I think it'll be cool. I think it's great to have a comic centric crowdfunding platform. Um yes. rather than just sort of like everybody on Kickstarter. Okay. Um I mean so, I went yeah. to
0: a Kickstarter event live once when I lived in New York. And let me tell you here I'm thinking uh, hopefully I get to meet a couple of combo creators. Out uh, of maybe the 25 people there, only one of them was doing a comic. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, okay. I mean, nice to meet other entrepreneurs, no doubt, and, yeah. and, and and get inspired by their passions. But um, you know, being a, a, a sometimes a very comic-centric focused brand that we are, it didn't fit my narrative. Seeing the Zoop. I mean, I understand that they don't just help you. With just being on the platform for the crowdfunding side of it. But, you know, is it true they help you with some publication if need be and marketing and all that?
1: Yeah, they definitely can do that. And I, so I went the self service route, um, but, uh there's, they've got, div- you know, the two different tiers
0: basically. So they so, do. Okay. Yeah. So they offer that, though, unlike a Kickstarter doesn't. Gotcha. That's fantastic, yep. bro. Yeah, wonderful. So they've
1: been great so far. And, um, yeah super helpful uh, super on the ball, so more you know uh, no no slight to anybody else I've worked with, but more responsive than any
0: publisher I've. Communicated with, so it's it's been good. <laughs> there ain't no Slice man communications. Communicating sometimes exactly. creators, you know, or, or, or people just in the business. Sometimes we need, you know, quick answers so we can get our yep. shit done. There ain't no sleight nobody, but you know, be responsive. Call exactly. me on. Come on now. <laughs> yes, <absolutely. laughs> I, yeah, I know you got a phone. Stop boosting me. Stop playing your game for a minute and respond <laughs> to that damn email. Yep. You know, please. 100%. I love it. Ain't yep. that the truth? So okay, so and this project is live now, right?
1: Yep, yeah, we went live today. Um, Woo! Real today. close to and a thousand dollars and real close to fifty supporters. So, um, yeah, if anybody what's the goal, out what's there, the
0: goal kiddo?
1: Uh, the goal is twelve thousand. So we got a ways to go, um, but uh, I think um, yeah, I'm I'm hopeful after how today's gone that we can pull it off. And uh, I'd love to even get into some stretch goal stuff because there's some really sweet stuff in there. So. Oh, Oh, can yeah. oh,
0: okay. you tease? What you got on this? <laughs> you, come on, you got to entice yeah. these people that want to do yeah. this. no, I mean, and, if we, and I'm gonna bring it on on the screen too, cool. so okay. people could see, you know, the projects, you know, and, and, and what's popping, you know. All right. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, we so go. yeah, so
1: we got issues one and two. So if you're this is all brand new to you, you can pick up both issues. You can do it in PDF or print. Um, oh, nice. And if you go right now, uh, the next, I guess, today or tomorrow, um, there's an early bird reward, so your name can actually show up in one of those ads that we were talking about. Um, oh, so, all right, really? Uh, you'll
0: uh, – so, so, you, know, you know, Almeida got shot today by police on exactly. the planet, on the planet <laughs> new world. <laughs> yes, we will figure out something something good for that.
1: Um yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I, that's how I like to do my thank you pages. Is basically like the, integra- integrate them into the ads there. I love. So, it. yeah. So we got issue one and two. We got a behind the scenes thing um, down there with the red uh, pencil line stuff. So that's uh, so Jenna Shaw did the first cover.
0: Which I so love the, the look of it. I still yeah, it's love to look cool. at the cover brother. Old school Marvel, like look, I love yes. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Like you said, I mean, like I'm just here to have fun as much mm-hmm. fun as I can with this stuff. So, um, yeah. So we've got like a that the behind the scenes stuff has like a hundred pages of stuff. Um, We're a
0: hundred pages. It's nice. like
1: uh, it's like 70 pages of comics making, and then I have a friend who did all our who did the logo design and stuff. The thoughtscape logo. Um, he set oh. up a bunch of the graphic design for me, and he, so we've got his whole. Pitch deck basically for the branding is included. Look in okay, at that, folks! To stuff.
0: learn what a pitch deck is, to get a job <laughs> with people like this. So creative! Look at <laughs> it. Yes.
1: Um, yeah. Then we got both those those graphic novels I was talking about, Life Uh You can nice. pick that up. Um, and then the stretch goal stuff is uh, a little further down. I guess it's down more in the story there, but. Um, so basically, I've got a Substack newsletter where I'm going to, if we can hit our stretch goals, uh, release a uh, – there's a little bit of the
0: behind-the-scenes stuff there. That's oh, great, God, yeah. look at this. Yeah. Holy shit, that is beautiful. Yeah,
1: Dave just blew my mind. He sent me that pencil drawing one. Uh,
0: like, uh, that, that's an old tattoo right there, too, Yeah. Man, let me tell
1: you. <laughs> Ooh, that's, pretty, that's a good idea. Um, so, yeah, we're going to drop. Uh, so yeah, there we go, okay. this goal stuff. So um, Life Tech Confidential is a uh, built like the back of a Watchmen issue where it's got like the fake – fake in-world stuff, you know, news articles, okay. press releases and stuff. We're going to tell the story of LifeTech, which is the corporation that uh, I've been talking about. The, the scumbags. Course, yeah. The scumbags and the thoughts. <laughs>
0: um,
1: and then if we can get really, really cooking, um, we've got issue three is all is like 75% ready to go. Nice. Um, so we just need to cover some art costs there, get that printed up. Um and you know, try you know, the goal would be to do that this year, um also. So yeah, so that's where we're at. Um
0: This is dope, this so, is the team right here, huh? Yeah, this is the team. Um Yeah, so Leslie, uh, Atlansky, Jacob, Edgar, Tyrell, Cannon, Carl Slominski, Dave Law, Grim Wilkins. Well what a name, Grim Wilkins. That, yes. that, that's a that's a comic book name in and it of itself right there. Yes. Yes. And 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 even yours, Matt Lowry MMO. I mean, bro, just, you know, that that's the villain I've ever heard one in comics, bro. You got you got to cover with yourself somehow. Yes. <laughs> I'm yeah. digging it, bro. This is a great-looking book with great story. I mean, folks again, look at this. Look at this art and and again, your comic is approved cause this is <laughs> I had a blast reading this. Awesome. It's, it's definitely a mind f. You, you you know, you have a good time, you laugh, you go, uh, ooh. oh, there's a video, hold on, how about we share that video before we go? Yeah, that sounds good. All right, so hold on, so I'm here, cause the thing is, I always got to share the audio, right, before I do it, because this is just weird that way, like, okay, we're going to share something, make sure you share audio too, like, okay, no problem, it should be automatic, you know, yeah. so that that's just me. <laughs> Streamyard, you heard me? You just make it automatic. You hear it?
2: No, I'm not hearing it.
0: Okay, alright. So, that it was just me. <laughs> <laughs> That's strange, so they should just play and pick up the audio. Give me a moment. Yes, I know sorry. what it is. I know what it is. <clears throat> but, you know, this new Windows 11 is kind of a little tricky.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's on the right thing. How dare it! I should hear it. So something's wrong. Oh. I see what's wrong. There we go. It'll be nice to pick up the volume, huh?
2: I'm Matt merrill here to tell you about Top State Comics, a sci-fi anthology series in the tradition of 2000 AD, Dark Horse Presents, Black Mirror, and the Twilight Zone, featuring stories written by me and art from some of my favorite creators. Last year, over 400 backers pledged over $9,000 to the Top State Comics number one reality. Now, I'm back to ask for your help in continuing the series by funding the second issue. I created Thoughtscape so I could tell the kind of character-driven sci-fi stories I love without guardrails. I wanted to work in a wide variety of films. And
0: Oof. Sick. I mean, talented yeah, she's incredible.
2: I'm mean, confident that if I could collaborate with these mm. folks without worrying about how we fit into a publisher's line schedule, we could... Love it.
0: Watercolor type, love it.
2: Abilities of comic book storytelling and providing the kind of immersive, immediate experience that only the can. I think we pulled it off. The folks seem to really enjoy it. Yes, agreed.
0: Yes, agreed. Yes, why K. I've spoken to him before. Yes, I cool. agree. Yep.
2: Issue 2 pushes my founding notion that absolutely anything can happen in the pages of Thoughtscape Comics even further. Here's a peek at what's in store in the next installment.
0: Oh, mind-bending genre-defying arts, deep action, and in space intrigue, domestic drama, and trauma you for your mama.
1: <laughs> <and> <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I need to bring you in to narrate this stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is so dope kiddo thanks yeah it's pretty
1: pretty great it feels like we're built a, starting to build a pretty good community around it which is nice and um
0: yeah it's a lot of fun just looking at your team nice diverse team yo amazing oh god look at that book yo I love print books look at that it looks sexy Paper stock? Oh my god, bro! <laughs> you tease you paper stock. He says.
2: If you're new to the thought page, you can start at the beginning to pick up last year's acclaim. Dude,
0: I love that cover shit.
2: With your support. Yeah, both killer,
0: killer work on both those.
2: I even more thought <laughs> into 2022 by blasting past our goal and into stretch goal territory. So. Sci-fi fans, comic fans, art fans, back skate comics, and help spread the word. Thanks so much for your support. I cannot wait to get this comic in your
0: hands. I do got that Terminator you got on the shelf too. That's that first Terminator in comics.
1: Oh, oh yes, yeah, yeah. I saw uh, Michelle Fife who does Copra. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Or yeah, yes, Copra. Uh, yes. Yeah. So um, I saw him talking about those comics on Twitter. I think and I was like, I've got those. I want to read those. I want to go pull those out and see if the, if I, like, I remembered the covers being extremely memorable and the yeah. interior stuff being not so hot. Not so hot. Um,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, which looks like about, to, I, haven't, I haven't actually sat down to read it yet, but I'll, I'll do that at some point. But it's a killer cover.
0: Yeah, sure. I, I picked that up, again, even in that same shop for a quarter. Oh, yeah. I told you about had that. I picked up Dead World, the first issue from Arrow for a quarter. And mint. Wow. I mean, mint. Nice. I mean, they had these classic stories that I was looking for. Was like, right. even the Predator first appearance in comics, they got. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've got that downstairs somewhere. Yeah, I, 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 I got that, got that bad boy. You know, this is the one that, and like, I, I, I like my weird things. I look, my, uh, I'm always gonna collect Spawn and Conan, but I like to collect, you know, like the Deathlocks, Locks, Death Head. Yes. I yeah. like Death Heads. I, you know. I'm very happy to have found the UK first appearance of Death's Head. Oh, this is the Oversized Transformers magazine. Yeah, yeah. You know, I found it. Y'all was like, oh, my God, I'm so lucky. People are like, how the hell did you get that? I mean, don't ask, bro. Yeah. <laughs> huh.
1: I bought a lot of those UK comics just because that was a cool design. So I well, yeah, it's you know, it's a cool character, character design. design. Back in yeah, the
0: day, yeah, yo, yeah, I mean, they were doing awesome stuff. I enjoyed it too, man. Yeah. Oh, bro. But you know what? You know, UK is one thing. You know, but we got great people right here, yeah. son. <laughs> right there, yo. With MMO, yeah. man. I mean, that that's a hip hop name if I heard any, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. MMO, Empire. <laughs> yo. All right. So, uh, are you gonna do? Is there any other projects in line outside of Thoughtscape that you will be working on? Um, so we've got the – not other than – right now
1: it's just Thoughtscape and the life form stuff coming out through okay. Scout, um, which I don't have a schedule on that yet. the first issue – so we're on the Scout thing where they do drop one issue um and then they do the rest as the graphic novels like yeah. the whole collection so um the first issue of that came out uh, last summer and the collection i think is supposed to come out the first half of this year Ooh, um nice. so yeah so that's pretty much it for now i'm pretty much you know sinking all my time into the Thoughtscape stuff. Um, Nobody's been banging down my door for anything else, so I'm just going to have a good
0: time. They're going to come up banging. Don't you worry, bro. (laughs) So let me ask here, because, you know, this world that you're creating here through the Thoughtscape with this amazing team is so crazy. If you had an opportunity to bring this into another form of media, what would you bring it into? Would it be film uh you know would it be t v animation you know what what type of genre would you bring this into outside of comics if you had the opportunity i think
1: I guess I would think something in the in the t v zone just because you could then do a bunch of different I don't know. Like we, as we saw and we went through it. Like I like lots of styles. I like lots of yes. tones. So I'd like to see something where you could really, um, please, really mix it up. You know, please like do
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I miss me the old TV show like Monster. Says so from the dark side. Yes. You know, Black Mirror. If they're too far in between. Like you know, I'd be salivating. Like, and when they come, I, they, when they come, I rush through it and like, okay. Yeah. Damn it! Give me more. That'd be that'd be fantastic.
1: Um, you know, I, so I'm, I'm yeah, way
0: course, open to it. <laughs> States, that? You, you heard it Flex Hulu. If you guys are hungry mm-hmm. for some real good stuff, it's here. Stop mining DC and Marvel. Yeah, you know, you know these people right here, like Matt, got amazing uh, people that are creating amazing content. And beautiful stories. I mean, bro, your mind is out there. So I'm happy. Let <laughs> me give you your flowers. Thank you for taking the dive, my friend. Yeah, in, thank into, you so much. Into, for and, into this creative world, and you know, and, and blessing me with such amazing entertainment. It had me smiling from ear to ear. You know, I mean, I, I was I was just digging in, enjoying the sci-fi. You again, because again, you know, I do admit that I do smoke my my herbal refreshments and. <laughs> You know, and I had done that right before reading the book, so nice. I, I really <laughs> dove in, in a sense, beyond, so, you know, I was Dr. Strange having that out-of-body experience, and we you were Dr. Mega, yes. and it was amazing. Uh, thank you for that. Thank you for giving me something that uh, just took me out of the, you know, real world for a moment, and had me just dig into some fun, wild stuff.
1: Awesome. Again, That's so great you,
0: to hear. Yeah, you, you, you put my mindset to someone else and, it, else, and thank you for that, because... That takes a lot to do. You know, there's nice. only very skilled creators that could do that, you know, and you're one of them, kiddo. Fantastic. Thanks so much. No, yeah, man, you, you're the big homie, bro. So please, <laughs> folks, folks, i have be showing it off. I want you to visit Zoop right now, Thought Skate Comics. This project is live right now. Live today. You know, throw some support behind this. Believe you me, you will not. Regret it. And don't just get this, you know, get life for them and all, because you guys are going to be digging it. Like, if you're you parents, trust you, me. You don't want that. <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> you're going to want them to see they're going to make you be afraid of your kids. For me. Um, <laughs> so, And then, of course, please follow Matt every, on Instagram and on Twitter. Show him some love, all right? And of course, if you want to, you know, pick up the comics as well, you know, you could go just more Comics, you know, hit that swag shop. And pick up all that good stuff. Is there anything I left out, Matt? No, I think that
1: sounds about right. Just uh, yeah, if you can't, if you can't back right now, um, any sharing of stuff is deeply appreciated. Hey, share
0: oh. it, share it, share it.
1: We just uh, cracked a thousand, so there we go. Woo!
0: There you go. All right, Every yeah. Thousand while we're on air, and it's gonna crack another thousand before midnight. Let's get, let's get it done, folks. Let's, let's, get it let's done. do it. And All right, yeah. Show the love, show the love. Matt, thank you for your time. Much love, Kato. I appreciate it. Folks, you know, my outro tells you what to do. It's a wrap on my mega with the amazing MML, Mr. Matt, Mayor, Larry. hasta la próxima. Thank you for listening to the Come to Status podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCaves.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today.